Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Madla and I'm honored to be spending these moments with you today as we're carrying on with the Spirit series as we've been looking at 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 to 21 this week. And today we're specifically, specifically going to focus on that last verse, verse 21, and how the Spirit makes us the righteousness of Christ. So a bit of background, um, as I'm sure you now know, 2 Corinthians is a letter that was written to the church in Corinth by Paul. And it's said to be one of his most heartfelt and personal letters, uh, the second letter to the Corinthians. And the specific fifth chapter, which is, we have been focusing on, uh, seems to have two very specific areas that it's focusing on, uh, reconciliation being one of them, and the second one being the transformative power of Christ uh, in the lives of believers. And as the last few days, you've had already had a look at um, the reconciliation with Christ, how we're a new creation. We've looked at um, becoming ambassadors for Christ and what that means. Today, we're going to be looking at how the Spirit makes us the righteousness of Christ. So here, I'm going to read from the NIV version of 2 Corinthians 5. Let's just start with 17 and go to 21, just as a bit of a refresher. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And here's what we're going to focus on specifically today. Verse 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Now, this verse 21 seems to have three areas that it moves through. The first part is, God made him who had no sin. So there's a specific focus on the blamelessness of Jesus. He had no sin. Perfect. Blameless. The one who had no sin to become and to be sin for us. So there's an exchange. There's an exchange of blamelessness to taking on all of that sin on himself. Blamelessness, sinlessness in exchange. And then what is the result of that exchange? The fact that we are clothed in God's righteousness. Those seem to be the three areas that the verse 21 moves through. There's this phrase um, in Christian theology called imputed righteousness imputed righteousness. Righteousness obviously referring to what is morally right. It is an attribute of God. Uh, he is righteous, morally right, blameless, whole, morally right. The imputed part, imputed righteousness, means to treat something as if it were ours, but it wasn't actually originally ours. It's imputed righteousness. Treat it as, it, as if it is ours, but it wasn't originally ours. 
And that is what we have gained, this imputed righteousness. And this imputed righteousness, it's what forms the foundation of our new identity in Christ. And it's the basis for our acceptance by God that we have now been given a complete restorative new identity of righteousness in Christ, an imputed righteousness. It's almost as if, you know, we were wearing clothing that were tatty and ragged and, and, actually, and so dirty. And it's taking that garment off and putting on a clear, clear, clean white top, not a speck of dirt on it. And so when God looks at us, he does not see or remember or think about the tatty old sinful clothes. He only sees us with this imputed righteousness, a righteousness given by a blameless Jesus who took on the sins of the world in order for us to receive complete forgiveness and full restoration and now an imputed righteousness that we can treat as if it's ours. We can treat ourselves as if we now have that righteousness on us because it is ours. It wasn't originally ours, but it is now through the absolute glory and grace of Jesus become something that we can wear. It's a garment of righteousness we can now wear upon ourselves. The Spirit makes us the righteousness of Christ through the absolute sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, through that exchange of the blameless becoming, taking on all the sin, and that exchange has given us the result of righteousness, absolute righteousness. And imagine if you're looking at someone who now is wearing a completely clean top. You don't remember the previous one that they wore. Maybe they do, but you don't. You don't see that in them anymore. And that's the same with us and God. He does not see any of our past mistakes or failures or sins or the blame that we had or the shame that we had upon ourselves. He only sees that imputed righteousness, the righteousness that we have upon ourselves now. So what is our responsibility now for this, for today? How can it affect and influence your day today? Well, you can choose to either look back and remember the, the sinful or the failing or, and walk as if you're that person still or treat yourself or others like you're that person still or you can receive the complete righteousness of Christ and know that that is now motivation for you to look ahead. Not to go back to everything that was, but to look ahead with what can be. Use it as motivation for your life today. Because if God can see us like that, we can't keep looking back at ourselves or pointing blame or diminishing ourselves or who we are, what we have to offer. That is quite an insult to someone who has given it all so that we can live in righteousness. So let us live in righteousness. Let us embrace that today. Let us look at ourselves through that lens that God sees us. Look at yourself today. Look at any disappointments you may have had or failures or things that you feel that you haven't done right this week or a standard you haven't upheld this week on on yourself or mistake that you've made. May you look through the lens of God's righteousness to you this morning. 
so that you can see yourself and treat yourself like that too and treat others around you like that, not hold on to their past mistakes or failures, but to live in absolute forgiveness because of the forgiveness that we can live with today because of what God has forgiven us for. Amen? May that be a motivation and an encouragement to us today to receive the righteousness and to walk in the righteousness of Christ. Amen? Let's pray this morning. Lord God, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the work of your spirit in our lives. Thank you for the reconciliation. Thank you that we can become ambassadors of you, Lord God. And thank you this morning that we can once again be reminded of the righteousness that we have been able to receive because of the blameless Jesus taking on all our sins on the cross and dying for our sins in order for us to be able to receive that righteousness and for you to be able to look at us today as righteous, despite what may have happened in the past, Lord Jesus. So I pray, Lord God, that we will walk with a boldness, that that will be motivation and encouragement for us today to see ourselves like that, to accept others like that, to embrace forgiveness, to embrace kindness, to embrace grace today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we don't have to earn that righteousness. Thank you that we don't have to um, tick certain boxes or follow certain rules, but that it's all about an acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And because of that sacrifice, Lord Jesus, we're able to walk in a wholeness and a restoration today, Lord Jesus. We give you all the glory and all the honor. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I pray that that encourages you as you carry on with your day further. Bye-bye.